Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. You look at Selena's news, events, people from San Jose that are from Mexico as well, and then do art. Yeah, that was a long one. It was a very specific person that we, we have in, in the, the studio today. And I just realized, I didn't even tell you how I divided it up the interview but you'll see how it goes anyway today in the studio in front of me is caro what man i didn't get the all six of your other names that were on your mi nombre es carolina elisette perez gonzalez really mexican speaking of how do you know you're mexican like yeah you have a name like that it just never fits do you hyphenate any of it or do you just use one I use Carolina Perez, but I feel like it's something that... I feel like I know 14 Carolina Perez. Exacto, (laughs) sí. So I I feel like Caro, Caro, but then I feel like that's something that has changed lately, you know, porque Diario usaba como mi segundo nombre, Elisette, era como el el secret passcode, (laughs) you know, like, if you really know me, you know my, my middle name. Yeah. So, si no me lo, no sabes, entonces you don't really know much. But I feel like I I kind of kept that uh, aside. But also, it has to do with the fact that cuando llegas aquí a este país, te como que te te programan otra vez. Yo estaba ya acostumbrada a Carolina, Elizabeth Pérez González, y de un de repente aquí llegas y te dan todas esas cajitas que quieres. Hispano, Latino, Blanco. And I was like, wait, I'm still having a hard time because I cannot put my full name here. And now I have to answer all those little boxes. I don't get it. And why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, this, so, this country is really weirdly obsessed with the race. <laughs> like, why is that? In, it's like in every DMV, what's your race? Like, what the fuck? Can I have my license? Do I get a discount? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, dude. so it's always I I that wasn't so then I drop it, I drop the the Perez Gonzalez Carolina Lizette Perez Gonzalez. I'm like, me voy a quedar con Carolina Perez, Carolina Perez, and that was like the safe, you know? Yeah, it's like no no cabes toda, ¿qué quieres? <laughs> so right away it's like te cortan toda la la sala la inspiración. Yeah, pues así. Carolina Perez. Yeah. Perez. Carolina Perez. Caro. Perez, Caro. I love Caro. Caro está bien barata. Sí, sí. No, no. I would, you, you wouldn't get how tired of that joke or that a version of that joke right now must you be. You know, I think that when I Caro was barata. younger. Oh, my God. You're so original. But when I was younger, <laughs> así, ja, 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 ja. Yo, pero ya ahorita grande. No, no. La más cara. <laughs> You're like, Caro is my name. So you, you, you own it. You own it. Nunca. <laughs> so that's what. Um, pero me gusta, me gusta caro. Me gusta caro. So, así. I like it, yeah, because you almost think you're waiting for that L to show up, but it's like, no. No. It's not just caro. No, Carol. Yeah. Carol. Carol, Oye, like, like the corn syrup. Ah, eh, eh, oh, that one también. <laughs> That one también. Ay, o de Carolina del Norte o del Sur. Uh, eh, y la God. del medio. A ver si se acuerdan. Uh, But the funny thing is, like, cuando te lo dicen, Carolina del, no- del Norte o del Sur. 
and they still write it with a K. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. So names are very important, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, well. See or no? Both yes and no, because, like, I got a, I mean, whatever, he's been on the show a lot of times. My buddies, everyone knows him as Pozole. Mm-hmm. And I've had people like, dude, that's a soup. That's mm-hmm. a soup. And I'd be like, dude, really? Well, your name is just the sound that people make to get your attention. <laughs> really, when you boil it down, you know? Yeah. The, the, the sound could be whatever. It's just unique to you. And mm-hmm. that's how it's tied to you. Total. So that's Total. where, again, but also at the same time, like, again, I go now mostly by Oz because, again, you say Osvaldo, just like you're saying, you say Osvaldo, people are like, what? Uh-huh. Unless, yeah, you're at a Mexican restaurant, it's cool. Have your name Osvaldo. Osvaldo. They always put it with a V, which is, I'm with the, with the, what, Bechica or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, with a B. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, so as much as, as I've now become gone, known as Oz, and, you know, even some stuff, you know, is, as Oz Lucero, I'm like, I will always, always be Osvaldo. Cause there's something to like that's what my mom named me, mm-hmm. and doing the 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 in stadium announcing for the soccer team because oh I didn't tell you that part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was big for me like the names of the players to get them right because there and there was one in, in particular and he's a great player. It, it's either Kevin Salto or Kevin Salto, because mm-hmm. I was like, what do you think that is? I was like. Because I, they're like, who, who cares? It's Kevin. And I'm like, but if his mom comes, I want her to hear what she named him. Because that's what she named him. That's her, that's her son, you know? Like, whatever everyone else calls him. Like, there's something special to that, you know? Like, I gave you that name, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're my child. So, um, yeah. So, I was like, you know, they're so, to me, yeah, in that sense, they are special and unique. And that they are given to you by your parents, mostly, I'm assuming. I don't know how everyone gets named. But and and so it's that connection to to you know direct connection to the past in a way, but also at the same time I'm like it's just really a sound people make to get your attention that's slightly different from other people, you know that birds do it, dolphins do every all the other animals do it, you know. Yes. They're not saying Fred, 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 you know they're <laughs> they're just making a spurt and sound that whatever we associate with Fred will recognize and turn around. Sorry for getting all philosophical. No. I I like Ex- that. My existentialism is always like, no, no, man, that's not really what it is. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm sure people are, are they're always, <laughs> some people know who we're going to know who you are that are listening to this. Some people, most people probably will not. So I, we got to introduce you at some point. So anyway, we know your name and all the variations of it now. <laughs> but I want to, you know, I'll introduce you by introducing the way I met you or first came across you because i didn't meet you the first time i saw you i was just awed and staged throw my bra up there ah oh it was you. <laughs> yeah that was me <laughs> and i yeah i threw a white rose and i was like oh shit that's a bad sign in selena so, <laughs> 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 so no. i took it back you didn't see that part okay, i took no. it back i was like that's ominous but i kept the bra thank you <laughs> yeah yeah you're welcome i only wore it twice is it <laughs> No, you take you take clean ones when they do that, right? They, you you specifically take underwear to throw at the band, right? You don't just get so excited that you take off the dirty stuff. And, ah! I think that it's meaningful to get you get so excited and then you take your bra off and you. That's probably how it started. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 
Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here <laughs> because I saw you at El Teatro Campesino, one one of one of the gems of this area. Just just such an amazing place, and you you were there for an event, uh, Teatro Live. Is that what it was called? Palabra, Palabra, Live. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I yeah, it was a bunch of different pieces. Some of them, like the people that wrote them, acted them out. Some of them were just actors acting out other people's pieces, I, I believe, mm -hmm. in that one as well. Um, but you were one of the ones that you wrote and acted your own thing. And while all of them were amazing, th that was another thing. And I'll, I'll, and I, when you were going to come on, I was like, I'm, it's a great time to do it. I'll be quite honest. I, I slept on community theater for a while. I thought it was just just kind of like a after school activity. I when I started going to Agfa and started seeing some one man shows and seeing more of the local stuff, I'm like, I was an idiot. We are these are immensely talented individuals. Like you, you get so the whole the Hollywood machine, you know. Like if you don't, if it didn't get produced by Miramax or I don't know, whatever then it's probably just yeah just trying to be good mm -hmm. but oh my god are you you if you don't wherever you are you probably have a community theater and there's full of amazing talented people and they would love your support <laughs> i can, i can imagine that they would that it's probably not sold out wherever you're at and and um but anyway we we just happen to have a really really special one in el trato campesino and um and like i said it this event was a variety of different pieces and like i said all of them were amazing i'm just trying to be nice cuz i'm going to say yours stood out cuz it really did Thank like you. that that night i was like I can almost, I, I've only seen it that one time, but I'm pretty sure I could do like 60% of it. You know, I can act it out or at least, you know, <laughs> you know, sketch it out, you know? And, but anyway, it, I was, it was amazing. Cause like I said, we were, I was just speaking about Cantinflas before, like for me, comedy is just, I just, it's a, both a comfort, you know, speaking of growing up in, you know, in kind of rough times and, and, you know, and, poor and all that sometimes you got to find the happiness of the world and laughter is 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 big you know and then so yeah comedy was always if, if you're laughing you're not crying kind of thing you know so and um and also i got lucky in that shout out to mitia carmen that back in the day there was a thing where you would like sign up for like a cantinflas like, kind of like the Columbia House thing, actually, that we were talking about. But you would get like a new Cantinflas movie every month. Yes. Yeah. And so, so she had like <laughs> a freaking collection. So every time I went, because my summers were usually down in Mexicali or up north there, which was weird because I just thought, oh, vacation time. I now grow up because it was like, nah. My mom was just working as much as she could because shit was tight back then and um but anyway so when i would be up there i could just i had so much you know and that's where again in alfabeto fucking pull mis pistolas and all this all 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 the good ones and so yeah so comedy w was always huge and not and in that 
event, there was different genres, you know? There was, mm-hmm. I mean, damn, fuck. There was some where I'm like, hey, man, I'm a man. I'm not supposed to be crying over here. And there was some really, like, emotional ones. I mean, yours is, is a is a very emotional one as well. It does have the comedy, but it, it, it is a very dramatic piece. And um, so anyway, people were like, what is it? What are you talking about? So, you know, you're, you come on, you do your piece, and it was about you coming across the border. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, uh, you didn't go through Ellis Island or anything. <laughs> like, it was a little bit different, you know? It, it was a, a much different story. And again, it, dude, you can take that same story and write it in a dramatic way sense and it, it would read like like a like a hollywood drama you know of of everything that that you went down so so anyway can you kind of recap a bit of what that story was again of you because you came across the border was it wasn't just your your brother was it no it was my mom yeah my sister my brother and myself okay yeah so it was quite a quite a little pack yes all together yeah and and anyway so it, it was and the story like i said it, it is is an is amazing it's an amazing story it, it is it is really funny but when you think about it you're like dude this is like a a life or death situation really mm-hmm. you know that that you're going through that you're kind of laughing your way through and um but well anyway i i, I could ask that you have you right here and why did you are you just also comedy is just your thing like why it was a dramatic story. Why did you choose to tell it in a comedic way? You know, I think that, <clears throat> again, life is very mamona. Life is just, it is what it is. But I feel like myself, I'm always more into comedy, just trying to, or not even, I'm not even trying. It's just like, this is the truth, my truth. So I feel like finally I get to say it. Before, when I was like in high school, I remember just arriving and I'm like learning ESL, you know, I'm like, ya empecé chicken door table floor. Ya esas, I mastered those in Mexico. So now I'm ready for the rest. So I remember like being, writing an essay and writing the story because I'm like, I I need to tell you the fresh stuff, you know, this is just what happened to me. So then I remember like writing a story, getting in front of the classroom, y decirla. This is this is what happened. I crossed the border. But I remember my brother, he was so mad at me. My brother was so mad at me. Why are you saying this stuff? You you don't supposed to. So that's when I realized I'm like, wait, I thought I was in the home of the home of the freedom, <laughs> land of the freedom, home of the brave. You know, I thought that I was free. I thought I crossed the border already. Yeah, like, we made it. You know, <laughs> I have my bucket for the twenty dollars, and you're I'm, like, now you can build the wall. Now you can do it. You know, now <laughs> I'm already here. I, I, I made it. So to me, that was like very frustrated and shocking because I'm like, wait. Now I don't get to say who I am. And again, now I need to decide in what box I need to be. I need to decide. So it's like, this is not what I came for. I just came for my Nikes and my video camera and take over the world. <laughs> so I remember feeling very frustrated and angry that, wait, what do you mean I cannot say who I am? 
But then I understood the situation, you know, I'm like el border no hay pedo. I, I was like, ay, que, que chido está todo esto. But it was more like once you're here and how little by little the, your soul start feeling numb. So I feel that the, I decided to go with that story because I feel like it's a story that I've been holding it since I was 16. So that's why it was important for me to say, because I was like, nah, everything's in process now. But I feel like you get to, who, who do I become? What do I become once I start telling, saying my truth, you know? Yeah. And it's like, then you start, you, you, and then I feel like you see it on the street. You can see in the people's stress. You can see who can even feel comfortable to say their name again and, and who doesn't. So to me, that was kind of like an act of rebeldia and an act of like, now one, no one's going to tell me ahora. It's now or never. And I feel like I feel supported from the group, you know, to, to hey, tell your story, you know. And again, I feel like even like on the, the, the last moment that I was about to get out to say it, there was, there was still miedo in me. I'm like, can I say this? Again, can yeah. I say all this? But then it's like, then I remember my brother, and I'm like, yeah, that was like a long time ago. <laughs> Callate. I'm about to tell them that you're gay. Quiet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, again, it's part of like, this is your news. This is your story. How are you going to say it? To me, it's just, it's funny. And again, I realized how lucky I was once I was in high school, and then I started like having my friends from here. Then I knew, how, I, I got the sense of how lucky I was that nothing happened. Um, I have heard some horrible stories that I feel like, oh, wow. You know, I was really protected. I feel like, yeah. you know, from our ancestors, they really protect me. But I it was feel that like, little thing your brother was carrying. Sí, el santito de la mano sudado, <laughs> you know? So it was, that, that, that to me, that's why I choose to do it. Because it's not a story that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to tell you right now. I feel like we all have these stories and they are really adentro. But they, they just, you just need to touch them to, to come out to surface. They don't go. I feel like they just don't go away. Yeah. They're there. And I remember like crossing. I remember I have my vivid memory. And I'm a, I, I believe in the law of attraction. I, I'm a believer. Sign me up. Yo me voy, me apunto. And I remember crossing. I remember like, just like la descripción del show, you know, how I saw the, 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 the fence. I have that in my mind. I feel like intentionalmente I was crossing the border and I had that in my mind. I'm going to tell a story about this. That's why it was like for me so crucial yeah. to know because I was like, I am going to tell this story. And of course, you know, when I was my goal was like, I'm just going to go there. I'm going to buy my Nikes and then I'm going to buy a video camera and I'm going to just make movies, you know, make lots of money. That was my, my idea. And I did get my Nikes. I did get my, with my first job. I remember I was in high school. Después de la high school, me iba a trabajar en la noche, el night shift. <laughs> So I remember, you know, te va en chinga a trabajar. Was it like a Foster's Freeze, stereotypical? 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, it Some was kind a of driving. factory. Oh damn! It was a manufacturer. It was a factory. Oh. I was running machines, you know. Okay. But I remember like, trabajar ocho horas y luego salías a las siete, siete y quince y de ahí me acuerdo que me iba a la, a la high school. Damn. So llegaba así como you know those you know you know how it is cuando no duermes. Que así como que estás como bajo el agua. And then, you, and then you're thinking, looking at people and then, and then you think, do they know that I didn't sleep? They look so frescos, you know, yeah. and you're like cruda. And it's just like a weird feeling, right? Yeah. Like out of body. So I, I had, I did that for like a month and a half. And I was like, no, I need to get my video camera. So that's, that was my goal. So I did, I worked like an, a month and a half. Until I was I had enough for my for my Sony, and I I, I stopped working once I got my cam camera. So I feel like since then I've been kind of documenting my life. So I didn't I I did exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, and well, that was going to be mm -hmm. kind of my next question because, like I said, I I, I know you very little, but mm -hmm. for in in my head, my my uh, my picture of you, my I can't think of the. Like the, the when you think of some so somebody's how you think of somebody. Anyway, whatever the way I picture you in my head, that you're you are like uh, you're on stage a lot, you know, or or like like basically I could either catch you at a community theater thing either in San Juan Bautista or San Jose or something. And is that true? Am I am I right in any of that? Did is that what you do or did since you know? Like been around kind of that? You know, I, I'm like very mitotera. <laughs> you know, I do. And now that you're saying it, I'm like, no, I don't do that much. But then I think about it. Oh, yeah. I'm in a, in a, a play for, um, I'm in a play, Teatro Lebriges, Carlota, in San Jose, in August, and a Clara University. Please go and watch <laughs> it. Es una historia hermosa. So I am in rehearsals for Carlota. Uh, I am going to be in a play for, with Teatro Vision. So it's like I don't think about these things, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's just like this, no es necesidad. It's just, I feel that I'm in that stage in my life. Like, you know, my kid, uh, she just got her master's. Damn. Yo, yo. Yeah, congratulations. So, yes, she's a teacher now. So I feel like now what do I do with my life, you know? Yeah. So I feel like now I try to honor what I really want to do. And I feel like, yay, my, my, my parents did a lot of sacrificios. So I was like, que no vayan en vano, you know? Like, yeah. Vámonos con todo. So I try to be as busy as much as I can. I feel like if I'm not creating... I can go into depression. Oh, okay, yeah. I I I feel like oh, manitas ocupadas. I feel like I there's like this need to create and to tell stories, I think. Yeah, I know. Like, I think I know the feeling. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. oh, do they know? This is so cool. Do they So there's like this need that of always to to share and create. And again, I, I I blame that, uh, or just because for so many years I didn't I didn't exist, 
calladita, you only work, pida para pa pa, pa entrar primero, you know, all of those permisos that when you get older, you realize like, ay, that doesn't apply to me anymore. Yeah. Or I just don't want to, or I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky that I, I, I get called a lot. That's, that's the other thing. I just got called also for a movie, so I'm I'm, oh, I'm waiting to hear on that. And these are just things that I get called, so I'm very lucky that way. So I feel like okay, I must be doing something good, um, and I'm happy. Well, that's cool. Well, now I'm okay. I'm still I'm I'm kind of curious like how we got here. Mm-hmm. So did you? Going back to your high, because so you came here at sixteen, mm-hmm. and you started going to high school. Yes. Did you finish high school? Yes. Uh, and then did you go to college after? No. <laughs> did you eventually ever make it back? You you still own never. You know what? So let me tell you. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Masks off. <laughs> I went to high school. I graduated, and then. Or like uh, Gabriella Padilla graduated. No. <laughs> you know, I graduated and then um, it's like all the emotions, all the things. You know, I feel like I, I'm like, I, I got pregnant. I left my house. I, I always tell them, oh, I did it all. I did it all. I ran, out of, I ran out of the house. I made my mommy cry. And I feel like that's why I cried a lot about my mom. Oh, see, that makes me almost want to cry. I talk a lot about my mom because I feel like I know how important it is for her to hear the story. So I'm, it's mm-hmm. not just for me. It's just it's just like, um, or like my brother, you know, my brother con el santito en la mano, <laughs> you know. Uh, I I I write for 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 them for for me too. And but it's just like to to really say my truth because if you don't do it, if you don't tell your stories, no one will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one, exactly. no one yeah. will. You know, we all had that tía con el cigarrito que te dice el consejo. You know, but then it's like when we get connected and we all realize that we all have that tía and that we have a really good consejo, and those tías and tíos living those words. You know, it's like a lot of my uh, uncles and tias, they, they, they're, they're in a different space right now, but I feel like that's how I honor them. I feel like I have made myself that commitment mm-hmm. to, to honor them that way. Cause you're like my grandma, I did a teatro de papel with my grandma and I had this idea. I remember like it was her birthday. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, how cool would it be, Abuelita, if you and I, if you would have made a show with me? And that was the idea. And then there I go. I went to lay down. And then I was like, wait a minute. That can happen. And then, boom, I started, like, making a cara of my grandma. And then I lace su fondita. And that's how the story came out about me visiting my grandma, the fonda. And just telling her how much I miss her, but in the story she's she's dead, she's no longer with us. Yeah. But I'm missing her in that moment of when we were kids in La Fonda, you know. So I feel like that's why teatro is so powerful to me because you can really create anything. And again, it's just those personal stories. So I feel like 
Uh, and also, like, when I was having my moment of, like, to write, you know, because you always think, I don't know how to do that. I, uy, no, allá los escritores. Uy, una typewriter es un escritor. There's adverbs? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? What? So there's, like, so many things I didn't use, and I was very curious about it. Like I told you, I wanted a camera. I wanted to tell stories. I knew for sure. Caro at 16, that's what she wanted to do. And, but of course, life happens, you know? I got pregnant. I ran out of my house. I made my mommy cry. I just, that is so hard. Even until now, until now, it's so hard that I made that woman suffer. So I'm yeah. like, okay, mommy, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you a story. So you, yeah. you know, it's never mind. Just, well, it's one of those as well, the way I see it. It's like, and it is, you know, you don't want to hurt people, obviously, but it's like, it's one of those like butterfly effect things, you know, like mm -hmm. if I, if things didn't, you know, like if I went back and try to fix the wrongs, you know, and, and make sure it didn't happen, would I be here, you know, right now? Cause, and I think about, I'm just saying for myself, you know, cause for as much as I'm not, I don't have the most biggest self-esteem. I don't hate myself, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm pretty okay. You know, that, yeah. I'm, I'm a C plus person, you know, that, yes. I'm all right with that could be worth, but anyway, no, I'm like, yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, you you can definitely. Yeah, I, I just threw myself. I was trying to be fucking funny right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and no, and I I'm I I think those are great points as well of the whole storytelling thing and the honesty. Uh, honest, that's also a reason why I do this show and I keep doing this is because I I only have one sister and she has two kids, you know, and they're they're in the military, so. Uh, Alicia, my niece, the older one, yeah, she was here in Sacramento for a while, but then they moved to Guam, and then from Guam, now they're in England, and like, so like Hunter, my, he's fucking Hunter, he's a Mexican dude, <laughs> fucking name Hunter. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, but like, and I don't know what will happen. Speaking of you know these moments, I don't know what life has in store, what might happen, and. And I, I would, if I can't be the uncle to give that advice with the cigarette in my hand, like you're saying, you know, yeah. I'm like, I, nowadays we, we have this technology, we have this medium. So I'm like, this is why I love my show. And these are why I love these stories. And this is when I'm on here. I try to be as honest and open and as much as myself as possible, not just for the listeners, because I thank you, all the millions of you guys, ah, yes. all you guys out there, yes. but and, also... And you, mommy, I know you're going to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for you too, sorry for the suffering. Um, <laughs> but also... <laughs> but, you know, also, Alicia and Hunter, you know, if, if for some reason... You know, I, I, yeah, I keep a bunch of journals or whatever, so they could read the journals, but it's like, it's, I think it's a little different if I'm saying, this is what you should do, you know, and it's my voice, and then you can sit there and listen to me, you know, because, like, how cool would it be if you had hundreds of hours of your grandma or grandpa, you know, just talking? Most of it would probably be boring, but, like, I get to hear their voice, and it's like, it's like they're not gone. It, they're not gone anyway. Like, as long as you have the memory, they're still around. But, like, to have a voice, like a physical, like you could listen to the voice, and it's not like, oh, this is what AI says the voice has sounded like. Like, no, this is my actual voice. 
like this sexy ass voice that all of you are falling in love with. Like yes. this is my voice. No, <laughs> but again, and, and that, and There's that no sound effects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, and that that's like you're saying. That's what I, I love about this. Again, th there's this this like time capsule of me mm -hmm. here for as long as the internet exists. And I, I think that's super cool. That's something that's never been possible. Like, again, we have William Shakespeare's writings. What did he sound like? What did he care? What did he talk? You know, what did he know about San Juan Bautista? Exactly <laughs> but anyway, and, and this is what's cool is that because, you know, that was what he was, what, 400 years ago but you can't recreate that but 400 years from now the internet could still be around and these voices these stories can still be bouncing around so what i'm trying to say is that i'm better than shakespeare no that's i agree i agree <laughs> you know that's where uh chespirito got got his nickname because he was because mm -hmm, he was a he was a playwright before he went into comedy and he was he was little, so they would call him a, a Shakespeareito. So that turned into Chespirito. And th that's a beautiful <laughs> story. See, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you. There's there's the the Shakespeare connection. Okay. Anyway, let's bring it back. So so you you get pregnant. You run away from home. At this point, you did you leave your camera when you ran away? When Sony stayed back in your room. I took the camera. Okay. So like okay. So the dream is still alive. The dream is still alive. I and still want to do it, but then, no. Um, where, uh -huh. And I mean, I'm sorry. I don't remember. Whatever. I'm going to get yes. personal. Please. Where, where did you run to? Did you run to the the dad's house? Did you just run? <laughs> or did you, me me fui manejando. <laughs> you just pulled one of those? You just like in Ricardo Arjona it out of that place? <laughs> You're like, si el norte fuera el sur, bro. Yes. Así corrí. No, you know, it's 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 even worse. I'm going to get very personal here and I'm going to... I ran away el día de la quinceañera de mi hermana. I broke my mommy's heart. El día de la quinceañera de mi hermana, me largué yo. Ay, sí. Oh. And this is why I do comedy. Yeah, hell you know yeah. Why? Porque when I say it, it's all, it sounds like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, that's how, that's where I was. That's how, what I needed to happen. So I ended up leaving. Me fui, I, I went, I went to live with him on the list viviendo. And then I just felt like, oh my God, you know, it wasn't a good relationship. It was abusive. All of the bad stuff. Yeah. So. I was, uh, I, again, I, I was afraid, you know, I feel like I broke my, my parents' heart, my parents' dream, trust, yeah. everything, you know? Your sister's like, well, now there's all kinds more pressure on me. Exactly. As your dust settles, you're running away. Exactly. I mean, She's and like, then, oh, and, and you know, like, mis tíos y tías estaban aquí de visita de Chicago. So, todavía, oh, it's horrible. See, I need to write a piece of it porque está, yeah. it's heavy. Pero, again, it's la, it's la neta. You know, it's yeah. like, and again, I feel like that's why it's so, so powerful to, to, to be honest and the truth, you know, porque, you know, I've been in a, an abusive relationship and I know that how, 
I know that they empiezan de poquito a poquito y ya yeah. después, híjole, ya no sabes ni qué onda. Yeah. And then you're numb and then, and then you, you feel so bad porque le rompiste el corazón a tu familia and then, ay, ahora, ¿cómo les digo que me ayuden? ¿Sí me yeah. entiendes? So todos esos, you go, oh, man. But then, so así pasó el tiempo. Yeah. Much, muchos meses de lloradera. And then nació mi hija. And then I felt like, you know what? I don't think I want this for her. So le hablé a mi hermana, le dije, carnal, la ven por mí. Y viene por mí y ya, pero yo me acuerdo que mi hija tenía una semana de nacida. Damn. Y yo dije, no, esto no es para mi hija. Esto no va a ser mi, mi hija, yo no quiero esto para ella. So entonces le hablé a mi hermana, le dije, carnal, ¿sabes qué? No. Como que ya me cansé. Del matrimonio. <risa> dije, no, ya, ya, no puedo, ven por mí. Y le dije, me acuerdo que le dije, ven por mí. Dice, ahorita yo voy por ti, órale. Y le colgué y luego dije, ay, qué pendejas, y mi carnala, ¿cómo va a venir por mí? Y le volví a marcar, oye, carnala, ¿y, y, y cómo vas a venir por mí? Ah, tú no te apures, vale, yo ahorita voy. En, cinco, en 15 minutos que llega mi carnala en un, en un carro muy acholado y todo, y yo me acuerdo que... Ya traía yo la niña y la pañalera y vámonos. Y luego le digo, oye, carnal, ¿y quién es? Dice, un amigo. Aquí lo acabo de conocer, aquí en la esquina. Me dijo que él me daba raite. Y yo, ¡Oh! y yo, buenas tardes. Y el muchachillo, otro chiquillo, you know. Pero digo, hey, el pueblo unido jamás será vencido. And I feel, again, como dicen, como uno puede tener perspectiva de la gente. I feel like, hey, This cholo came and rescued me <laughs> in, su, in su big car and todo. So then I feel like I, I don't see cholos the same, you know? Or I never, I, I just feel like everybody's chido. I was, dude, I was literally everybody's just... Everybody's so chido. Yeah, I was telling people just the other day. I was telling you, I grew up in rough neighborhoods. And I grew, dude, some of the people I grew up with, like they're in prison for a long time now. And those guys... I knew that, and you know, like when when we were younger, it, they, we were all kids, you know. But as we grew up, and and everybody's kind of life started to diverge, like they they kept me away from that. They knew what they were doing, and they knew I like to read books and shit. They were like, bro, like, like this, you know. People think that oh, cholos are out there just preying on people and finding no. like lonely lonely kids and just like no. bringing them into the life. And they're like, dude, fuck you. Do you read books, bro? Like, yeah, like yeah. You could go ahead hang out. Here's a little bit of weed or whatever. But you you're not no. one of us. You don't. This, this is not the life for you. Yeah, and yeah, and that, that's why that's always. I did todo. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Let me tell you, take a moment in la high school. So llegué, estoy en la high school, you know. Me acuerdo esta maestra no fue a, a su clase. Entonces este maestro de un lado salió y nos dijo, oh, la clase de mi skate, vénganse aquí. Y ahí vamos todos, ¿verdad? Pues allá nos vamos. El señor nos dijo. Y, y en cuanto llegamos, íbamos entrando a su clase, el cabrón dijo, immigration, algo así, immigration. Y yo me quedé como, Espérate, dijo algo de migración. Y porque los estudiantes empezaron a reír. Yo dije, espérate. And then, you know, tu cuerpo te se siente algo. Entonces no, nos mandó a la esquina y estábamos ahí y empezó, he made fun of us. He started like, like como diciéndonos, you know, a una amiga le decía, ven, ven, ven. Y mi amiga, pues, again, you feel it, something's wrong. Y él empezó a hacer como perrito. 
Ven, come here, come here. Y me acuerdo que volteé a ver, según, al cholo, al que decían que era bien cabrón de la clase. Y volteé con el cholo y le dije, vámonos, vámonos. Y él me, me, se me quedó viendo como que uh, 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 asustado. Yo dije, it's so bullshit. <risa> no que son muy cabrones. Yo no me dije, cabrón, Jorge, ¿crees que te vas a salir? Yo, I, I, yo te llamé a ti porque yo creí que tú vas a ser el que, órale, vámonos, me vale madre. And then I felt like, you know what, we're all humans. I just feel like, no, es, nos podemos poner personajes encima, pero at the end we all can feel angry, we all can feel scared. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh. Y no salimos. I just felt like, no. This was, and, y nos fue, salimos y le dijimos al, prince, al vice principal. And then there was a big thing with the maestro, which that was another thing que nos, nos dijeron. You guys need to stick together. Porque si no, se los van a chiflar. Yeah. And that was like Damn. one of those things that I'm like, it helped me to realize, porque dejé de tenerle miedo a los cholos. You know, dejé yeah. de tener miedo así, con cositas así que dije, wait, no, 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 we're not just okay, sentimos. You know, so it's like, no, you need to know their story. And then yeah. you're going to know gente. Yeah, you're so, not all Benjamin Bratton standing delivered. No, no, yo que... Yeah, I just felt like man. this was, yeah. So that was one thing that made me think different about, about the surroundings. So then when you, so the cholo saves you. The cholo saves the, the me. The cholo saves you and then you go, and and again, we don't have to go through every specific, I'm just curious now for how long after that did you start like actually writing and performing and doing stuff? That was after uh, my my daughter turned 16, 17. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. So you just basically like went back in the workforce and stuff and just yeah, raised just a working, daughter? Yeah, just working hard. That was it. It was until she went to Al Colegio that I was like, oh, what do I do now? So then I went back to Teatro and then, then I was just like doing uh, plays. But it was more about the writing. Ya cuando, you know... And then it was more about someone told me, write about what you know. That's it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it's like you just need like one little sentence or quote that alguien que te diga que te entre en la casa. Dije, well, duh. I can only talk about what I know. And then I went back to my story. I'm going to tell everybody when I cross the border, no, one gonna, no one's going to stop me now. Yeah. So owning it. Well, and then the way, like, you kind of remind me a little bit of, there's a comedian named Joey Diaz, Coco, mm -hmm. Coco Diaz. Mm -hmm. And he's, I think he's Cuban. Uh, I don't know, he's from the East Coast. But he's one of those that got, like, famous and everything because he had such, like, of a, like a traumatic upbringing, you know? But, like, he kind of wasn't aware of it, you know? He just tells the story because, like, his mom used to run, like, a she had a, a bar, but it was, like, you know, had mafia connections or this or that. So he would see stuff, you know? He's like, dude, I've been working at a bar basically since I could walk, you know? So I've seen a bunch of stuff. So he'd be, oh, yeah, one time, you know, this person got stabbed and their eye popped out or something. And, you know, he's just, like, telling the story like it's matter of fact. And the people are just like, what the, like, what are you, like, they have to laugh because it's so shocking, you know? And then he's just like, wait, you think that's funny? And they're like, dude, how, like, 
how did you come up with that? And he's just like, no, that just happened, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, and here's another, like, you think that's funny? Well, listen to this. And people just start laughing their ass off, you know? And it's just like, it's one of those where it's like at some point where it's just, you again, it's it, you you use the comedy, you know, or you don't even realize it. You're just telling your stories, you know, and people are like, oh, damn, that's pretty funny. And And again, then you probably like, you know, think about yourself and you're like, oh, it was probably, you know, I was funny for X, Y, Z reason. But to mm-hmm. me, again, your stories are, are like that. You know, you just kind of live them and you're not realizing in the moment that you're not like as you're happening, you're not like, whoa, I can't wait for this to be over so I could write a story about this. You kind of just experience them mm-hmm. and then you reflect on them and you're like, wait, that was actually kind of funny. Yes. And um, and yeah. And anyway, I when you when you're talking and, and when it was just like, dude, I remember, you know, because then coke because he's also latino whatever you know he's a little bit more relatable so like when he's talking about his neighborhood like for me it it was also normal but when like the white comedians that grew up in different neighborhoods they're laughing because they're like what what like this is this sounds insane you know and it's just like no that was just normal you know and to him he's just like wait you think this is funny like whatever i'll go with it you know because it's making me money and, it, and it's successful but i didn't realize that it you know that it, it was funny it's just my life you know and yes but anyway enough coco diaz talk but it, yes. that that's what i i when you're talking it seems like that as well because i'm sure there are plenty of people that will go through the same you know crossing the border experience and it'll be a more a dramatic tale you know of like we were this close to death you know and like yeah. dark and ominous when you're like no it's kind of like a walk in the park and then somebody peed themselves and here we are you know and it was just like what no there was way more to that you know but um and yeah so anyway i very much enjoy your style like i said because it, it's comedic and but i i love that that it's not you're not up there you know like what's the deal with airline food kind of thing you know you're just like this is my life and I'm going to tell it to you. And it, it was kind of silly, mm-hmm. but this is what really happened. Yes. And, and I, I enjoy the, the hell out of it. And um, so anyway, so when you started going back into community theater and this was all in San Jose, you stayed in San Jose this whole time. Yes. So there was, so you, you knew or you found a community theater in San Jose. When well, you decided to go back? One of my friends, um, Sergio, very great actor, uh, he invited me. He's like, come come and audition. Like, he just started doing theater with them a year before. So he's like, please, just come and audition. But I feel like I was afraid of the compromiso. I was afraid of the compromiso because I feel like I've been just be, staying, working, uh, staying home, you know, so I'm like, I don't know if I can do all that drive or just, I feel like in a way it's kind of like kind of believing in, my, in myself, you know, because it's un compromiso con uno mismo. Yeah. So it's like, oh, do I want to comprom- have that compromiso de querer hacer esto? But then I was like, si no, cuando? You know, el hubiera o el later nunca llega. So I just went for it. I know that I loved it and I haven't, yeah. So that was the beginning. Like I got invited to, to audition for Teatro Vision, and then, um, and then my close friends, uh, they start. They had uh, Teatro Alebrijes, and I just joined them, and then I became a very believer 
of the group and the energy of the group, very talented people, and we we laugh so much. Yeah. And then uh, that, uh, so, and then from there, was the time at San Juan Bautista, was that your first time in that theater? Or had you done no. stuff there before? Oh, okay. Uh, I, I received an email from Elisa uh, asking me that, she was telling me that they needed uh, an actor de emergencia in San Juan Bautista. And I remember the email, you know, uh, they they need uh they're they're strong actors so I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I was like I oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like you know what what a great opportunity. I'm like all right. And then uh because they needed a a mom, and this was for uh Cristal Gonzalez production mm-hmm. the piernas. And I was very afraid again. A mí todo me asusta, todo me asusta. No crossing the border, but todo lo demás me asusta mucho. And then, uh, so I re- me an email, hey, they need an actor. I'm like, okay, I'll, yes, I'll do it. Yes, compromise again. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, yes, I'll do it. And then that was kind of like uh, my uh, entrada uh, uh, Teatro Campesino. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. again, like I said, and that's where I, I went and saw you. And I, yeah, I think i've seen you one or two more times anyway i mm-hmm. i really liked your pieces and um but now you're now you're actually in salinas no I'm now your your that. story has brought you here to salinas which is part of the reason why you're in salinas underground yes and uh yeah i always like to make that salinas connection you know because you know and i live in salinas here i live oh, for two you? years oh okay. yes lived I, or currently I live. no i lived oh okay B-B-A-T. oh okay yes like 18 years ago. Is this where you ran out of gas when you took off? <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah, no. Um, yes, that's so I cool. live here. Oh, yes. okay. I love the weather. I love Salinas yeah. weather. Yeah, it's got, that's that's what it's got going for it for sure. Um, yeah, that's cool. And you're working with Artist Inc., which is a really cool group, uh, again, locally. Yes. I, we've had, I'm, dude, after 300 episodes, I'm like, have we? I'm pretty sure we've had them on mm-hmm. or some representative Carlos, of them on emily we, yeah we definitely had um at, at least i think emily when we were at the art walk mm-hmm. a couple months ago and that was so much fun and yeah actually yeah you might if you listen if you're a regular listener you might recognize Gato's voice here um from that night and yeah that's a super cool event first friday the that's another one that i'm like ah how can we promote that it doesn't need more promotion because it gets super busy but I'm like, this is a special. This is a really special event where it's Absolutely. like local artists. It's the person that does my shipping at work, my my colleague. I she also so funny. Whatever, I'll, I'll it's not that private. But she <laughs> does uh, like like uh, Hallmark type cards, gift cards, greeting cards. There we go, greeting cards, mostly for people in prison because her husband happens to be in prison. And they, the people want to send cards to their loved ones as yes. well. So she, and she does some funny stuff again, cause it's, it's a, it's a unique audience, <laughs> you know? So they, they, they like certain stuff. So anyway, I was like, but beyond that, I was like, dude, I, I get it. It's a little more adult because of the audience, but there's also a bunch of adults that don't want a regular Hallmark you know, tanto. Yeah. you know, and I don't know why I said it in that accent, yeah. but 
Um, but one of those, it's like, dude, these are cool. Like these are really cool. They're they're neat. And if you're selling them for two or three bucks, why don't you set up an Etsy or an Instagram page or something? You know. And then I I went and did that, and I was like, dude, you need to go to that. Like number one, like your I think your audience kind of meshes with it. It's a, like a younger, hipper crowd. They're gonna love these kind of funny type, raunchy little greeting cards. Yes. And it's so and it's so open to everybody. Like the the barrier of entry is so so low, and you basically just call them and say, "Hey, can I set up a table?" And if they have room, they'll let you. Like this is the easiest thing. No, you don't. They're not gonna ask for. I was like, I was there. I interviewed them. You know, I was specifically one of the things I asked them. So she's like, "Oh, I called," and she went. She did her first one. And nice. I, actually, I think she did a second one as well. So it's like, I I really enjoy that event. I really enjoy what you know, what what they're doing with that alley, and it all starts with Artist Inc. There at the head of that alley. Mm-hmm. I um, I was going through the google maps or whatever you were the old street view and that used to be a boost mobile <laughs> store <laughs> where artist inc is yeah. now and i was like i mean that sucks cool I, it would have been nice for the boost mobile it's contributing to the economy or whatever but i thought it was so neat that the evolution of it that now it's it's this community organization that's right there and what it, do you do there do you do you mike can you well i'm a theater mentor uh, I'm with the, the with Teatro Xochitlolin. I'm one of the mentors. Uh, on this next episode of uh, TXO, I'm gonna be helping. So I'm kind of like, what is TXO? Uh, Teatro Xochitlolin. Oh, TXO. okay. You know? TXO. Okay. The, TXO. the next episode you said? Well, just because this is like the next project, you know. So I call it episode. Oh, okay. You know, I, I get I see también. Okay. So in the next season, the next yeah, show, the yeah. next show, the next yeah. aventura, <laughs> uh, I'm passing uh, a maestra I did. She's gonna be in the main mentor, and I, I have, I work with the kids. They're so talented. I feel like working with them, it's been such a cool experience because I learned so much more of uh, me and even like how to be a better human. Yeah. And they're like so curious. And, you know, it's like to me, it's like to, just to see they have that spark of life. That is, is everything. Yeah. And when they get... You know, I feel like for, from first they get to the place and then there's like inseguridad, like, oh, what do I do here? You know, how I can, uh, um, um, what am I going to do? What's what what's this for? And then it gets to the point that then when you start seeing them integrating and then you start seeing empiezan a hacer sus camaradas and then they have the, the body you know who's gonna who, hang out with who, yeah. who who's gonna be the alpha who's gonna be the the troublemaker you know and then when you start seeing all of those personalities and then then you see them playing all together and just like makes me think about cuando estaba en México son las siete de la tarde y te sales a jugar and then there's no plan. There's nothing. You're just like, as long as, ¿cuántos somos? You know, one, two, three, four, five. Orale, we're going to jugar a esto. So it, I love doing that. Uh, I love to see their personalities. And again, seeing them from that space of they're very quiet and shy to then saying how they feel, 
to then send their ideas or or to be able that it's a cool, safe place for them to express. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like we all need theater in our lives. And las adultos too, you know, I feel like mm -hmm. adultos. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what I've also enjoyed about, you know, going to the El Teatro Campesino is that, is that, well, you need adults anyway to play adult characters, you know, like if you, there's a grandma or grandpa, you know, yeah, anyone can do it, but it's just it's more visually appealing if, if they kind of look like it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I have so much enjoyed is seeing that as, and yeah, to see the adults, you know, what I would consider adults, you know, still going out there and having so much fun. And again, and the skill, the skill is, it's like, it, it is not like your tias just got together and, and did a show, you know, it's like, these are real actors, people that take the craft seriously. Like I just mentioned actually about the, the podcast, you know, like it's an art form. And mm -hmm. if you, if you don't take it seriously, it comes across on your show. And if you do take it seriously, the same thing. And again, these actors, while they are local community actors that probably don't get paid any of the time or most of the time they do it, they have this passion and, and, and this skill that, yeah, that it's a great, it's always a great time out. And it's so much fun, both as an audience member. And like you're saying, it's so easy to go out and engage and do it yourself. You know, here we have the Western stage not even a half mile away, you know, and Teatro Campesino's over there, and I'm sure Monterey got its, yes. its things, you know, basically anywhere, and anywhere has some version of it. I'm sure some mm -hmm. are more well-funded with some pretty nice performing arts yes, centers. and the lighting and everything. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure some is just like the back of a taqueria or something, but it's like, it doesn't matter, like, no. just knowing there and showing up both, again, as an audience member or if you've, if you've ever wanted to, just to show up, like I said, I'll be fully honest, especially when I was younger. I was of that mindset of like, well, if I do want to be a famous actor, I got to go to Hollywood, you know? And mm -hmm. and it's like, no, you don't have to be a famous actor. Like, it's not like some, if it's just in you, it's just this feeling like, again, for me, the writing, like I, I would write no matter where I'm at. Like, I just, it's just like, sickness honestly that i need to get out you know like if i would have to write on sand i'll write on sand you know like for me it's just like i just need to get my stories out you know my thoughts they just can't stay in my head yes. <laughs> then they just bounce around in there and take up space so i'm like so anyway so like there are people probably out there like that that don't realize that that like that need a creative outlet that like maybe their their life isn't they're not as happy or something and they don't and they think oh well i didn't make it you know in hollywood and at this point it's not going to happen it's like dude go find a community theater go mm -hmm. find a community theater you're going to find other like-minded people like you and then you're going to you're going to get pushed you know for your your talent you know cuz you're going to they're going to be talented as well and more importantly you're going to get that that like emotional outlet you know that you, yes. you need and you know and it might be that what you need to do so that helps you you know figure out the rest of your life and yeah anyway yeah that's how you I, get the answers I, I i think like we forget how to play with life we forget and that's why kids have that right away if if you see kids hanging out together they have a purpose have a good time 
Yeah. You know, sometimes you see, a, and I feel like that's something that else I do. I, I, I mean, I love, I love technology. I love my phone. I love, I love all of that. But I'm, 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 I make a conscience to, to be present in, in, in public spaces. Yeah. I love that. I love, and my favorite places are the airports. <laughs> airports have this honesty. You know, you you really see love there. You see people yeah. saying goodbye. You you see them in their eyes if they know they're coming back soon. Three years, four years. I feel like I I can sit in an airport and watch people. Oh yeah. I feel like it's they're so honest. Yeah, that's definitely yeah a, so, a nice place to do it. And I also enjoy the other people. And we forget how to do that. We forget how to play. We forget how to talk. We forget. We we just forget. We we just become this. Um, se dice? No tan emocionales. So I feel like to me, yeah. playing is is like a necessity. It's like eating and breathing. You need to be able to play. It's it's refreshing to hear you say that because I and again as as you've kind mm -hmm. of gotten to know, I think a little bit now. I I am kind of silly, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I also like. And again, sometimes I think people I don't don't take me as seriously because they see the silly side of me. But I'm like, dude, I, I do that on purpose because I, I enjoy that. I, I like having fun. But also, dude, let's sit down and talk about Sartre. Mofa. Like, let's have yeah. a let's have a deep philosophical conversation. You want to have a serious, you know, let's have a political conversation, like a serious one, not an argument. Like, I, I could sit there. Let's talk again. Let's have a business strategy meeting. Yes. Or something. Like, I can I can sit there and be as adult with any anybody and. But also at the same time, if I see a butterfly and I want to take a fucking picture of it, I'm going to follow it and take a damn yes. picture. And I don't care that I look silly and like, oh, you're a 36-year-old man. You shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, who, who says who? Who said that? Who, who said that? Just because somebody like, oh, that's not what you, how you should act. I'm like, no. I... Who I'm, said I'm that? alive. Like, I, I want to enjoy... I literally... I, I don't know... And I have it literally in one of my journals in the other room. I'm still trying to decide if it's a stupid quote or if there's anything to it. But it's just like, like we all die, but very few of us live, you know. And so many people, they're so concerned of like, oh, no, at like this box should be checked by or this, you know, this this deadline should have been met by now or like. Like, fuck, you know, I, I should have graduated high school at 18 and got my degree at 22 and had my career by 25 and at 30, wife and kids and everything's done. And it's just like, for me, that terrifies the hell out of me. That seems boring as hell. <laughs> and, um, but again, and yeah, so I, and I enjoy the, the goofiness of I, so many times people roll their eyes. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, you know, some of, most of them are my friends, you know, so they already know how I am, but I'm just like, you can be this too. Like, there's nothing special about me. Like, you can be silly. You're choosing to not be silly. Yes. Like, you You also, that, I know you think that's silly because you laughed when I did that thing. And again, I'm not doing that to get the laugh. You know, I'm not that kid anymore. I was that kid. Yeah. And I'm not that kid anymore. But it's like, but you know that. But you are depriving yourself of that feeling because you believe that again, that society will judge you if you know if you don't act in a, in a certain way, and it's just like. And again, fuck em. si te choca, te checa. If 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 me 
taking my sweet time going for that walk or looking at the sun going, oh, the sun is leaving. Hold on. Que para el mundo. I want to go and do that. If 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 someone les molesta, it's because they really want to do that too. They want to be able to know how to, to take their time. So, si te choca, te checa. You know? <laughs> yeah. Si te encabrona, eso en mí, pues es estupendo, you know? Yo no tengo nada que ver aquí. No, that's true. Sometimes, right? a lot of times I do feel it's not, it's not necessarily like, oh, Oz, stop being silly. It's, oh, Oz, I wish I had the confidence to be silly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what the that really that's what's really pushing, and it's just like like you can and you can, yeah, and that's what, that's what yeah, just do it, <laughs> just do it. Nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. They're not gonna knock out your house and be like, oh, guess what? You're 17 again. You can't vote or like, no. Yes, just be silly and 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 I don't want to rag on social media because everybody does that, but it is. It is true that because social media so much, so often is just highlights of our lives that we feel like, oh, my gosh, like that person's never silly, you know? So, like, even though I want to be silly, I want I also want that yacht that they're on. You see those girls? I want one of them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but don't like stop comparing yourself to just be you be honest to you and and yeah, enjoy life, man. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know, this whole, people talk this whole YOLO thing or whatever, but at the end of the day, they're still like, do you think it's cool? Should I do it? Should I do it? Do you think it's, it's like, who cares? Who ca- You do it. This is your life. You get to experience it this one time for this very short time. And at the end, if you're of my belief, there's nothing, nothing happens at the end. You know, it's just life. Mm-hmm. And so many uh, so people get so thrown off when I say, like, I believe life is meaningless because they think that I'm like a nihilist. And I'm like, no, like, like, there's no meaning to, to the end of life, you know, but like you can make meaning like what you're alive. You're actually alive. That's a real thing. You know, you can make you can give your that part meaning. Yeah. It, what it, do I say when I say life is meaningless? I don't say that like, oh, just go, you know, go walk into the ocean or whatever. Like, no, I'm just saying that there's no like if you if you think you mess up now, that doesn't mean that four generations down the road, something is gonna, like, no, it's just you now live, you know, yeah. live, enjoy it. It's it's not going to come back again. And and. And I don't, I don't want to get into the heaven thing because it's not just a heaven thing. There's other people that believe in different afterlives and, yeah. and you're free to believe in all that. But I'm just like, but but the the living part of it, it's just so short and so precious. And we, sh- we shouldn't waste it thinking of like, are, is that person going to think that that was cool or, or good? Or it's like, no, do it for yourself. Yeah. What do you think? Like you're, yeah, you, you feel- live, live. <laughs> live live don't just don't just like follow or or be like a like a piece of kelp you know following the current yeah or or con miedos yeah like con miedos you know and uh, yeah so last year me pasó algo tan extraño i was on my way to la para una convención de awareness y mental strength y todo ese pedo ah and I was on my way to LA and I didn't make it because I was going the mountain on Grapevine, that mm-hmm. place that had didn't yeah. ni sabia <laughs> So I was driving and on my way there, uh, a metal bar 
came through the floor of my car and got me in my leg. You got Frida Kahlo'd? I got Frida Kahlo'd <laughs> like a shish kebab. De- what? I'm telling you. He came in, I got my my pierna, and I was uh, driving, and I was like, ay, so yo el chingadazo, da? What? I told my wife, algo le pegó al carro. Something hit the car. And then I couldn't move my leg. And I was like, wait, something hit me in the car. And then I reached out to my le- pierna y sentí el fierro aquí a un lado. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, he broke my leg in two. I better pull over. And I put the, the, the alarm and I, I started moving. I just couldn't believe what happened. And I was like, puta madre, I didn't even make it to the L.A. Uh, pero una semana antes, I, I just went into a retreat. So I was like, no hay pedo. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm healing my leg already. I'm healing it as I speak. <laughs> so then the police and, and the firefighters came in. It took them like 30 minutes to get me out. They had to come in with the jazz of life. Get the What the It's insane. What the it's insane what I'm telling yeah. you. Entonces, I was like, chill. I'm like, I'm going to hold this pain. And, and then pretty much to end the story from there, lo que es para ti es para ti. Y lo que no, ni aunque te quites, yeah. ni aunque te pongas, ni nada. Thank God, nothing happened. Uh, my leg is fine. It's here. No broken leg. Nothing. Nothing was broken. And I just, I feel like that to me was like, órale cabrona. Cuando va a ser para ti, es tuyo. And... I'm writing a piece about that. Yeah. I made it to Bakersfield, and that was another story. But uh, I feel like our fears are there para maestrarlos. And, and uh, I'm, I feel like I got tested in el poder de la mente. Because lo que pensé que dije, you know what? I'm going to, que Dios me lo permita y, mis, mi, y todo. Pero dije, como un pinche ajolote, I'm going to get my leg back. And to me, that's what happened. Because when I look at the pictures and what happened, I was like, I cannot believe <sighs> that this is, that's it. So, se me quitaron los miedos hasta cierto punto. Todavía tengo miedecitos. Pero I feel like that was like a push. Que... Yeah. All you have to do is keep trying, keep doing. <laughs> y va a salir todo a perfección. So, um, life will tell you. Si tú no te mueves, la vida te va a mover. Yeah. La yeah. vida te va a mover. So, I learned that last year. I'm very happy. I can dance. I can move. It took like six months. But... More material to write. That's what I yeah. think. This is material to write. Yeah. And uh, just keep doing it. You're Tell like, your story. No one's going <laughs> to... Nadie la vas a decir las mejor que tú. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or someone will tell your story for you and they're not going to... No. They're not going to do it justice. Uy, exactly. Don't let other people tell your story. Yes. But anyway, Caro, thank you for being on here. Or actually, when's the next time people can see you on the stage? Is, is there anything coming up? You said you were Yes. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be in in uh, Santa Clara, in La Universidad de Santa Clara. You can check Teatro Alebrijes and 
Instagram or in, in Facebook. It's a beautiful story. Está basada en la casa de Bernarda Alba. So it's gonna, it's a, it's a love story, pero es como una love story uh, de, de las historias de las tías, you know. Es, 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 estas son las <laughs> yeah. historias, los mitotes, <laughs> que nunca nos querían contar. Yeah. Uh, so I, I encourage a toda la familia que vayan. Es el, para mí es el plato fuerte de Teatro Alebrijes. We did this play five years ago. So now it's coming back. Yeah. Same actors, pero el director nos trae. <laughs> you know, because even that is like, how can we bring a different layer to the characters? Porque, you know, my, my character, I, I love her, but I feel like I want to honor her and do more. Trabajo por ella. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be a, a great play. So I'm going to be uh, check out in Agosto, segunda y tercera uh, semana, fin de semana de, de Agosto. Teatro Alebrijes, la obra se llama Carlota, Alajero de Secretos. Es, es en español, por favor, encourage a todas esas mujeres, todos los hombres, lleven a, a sus madres, a sus tías, porque they really want that. You know, y nos han dicho las personas cuando van, dicen, es que tenía años que no venía yo algo así, me sentía que estaba en la casa de mi tía y me iban a regañar. Sí, tienes, me voy a algo. So, uh, voy a estar en esa obra y también para Teatro Visión, para se Semana de Día de Muertos, La Muerte Baila. Teatro Visión. Oh. <risa> es, es una obra bellísima. Yeah. Uh, y ya, ya me voy a aplacar. Debería de aplacarme ya. Pero, ya, I'll be doing a couple things. And también ahorita ya estoy, I have another job. So I, I'm, I'm working, I work for uh, Digital Nest. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. cool. So I'm, I'm the director for uh, Gilroy Center. Oh, what? That's so cool. I'm so excited porque nuevamente, como es, he trabajado en Salinas, en, en uh, San Jose, pero I was doing much in, in, in Gilroy. En Taz, ahí vivo. Oh, so I'm, okay. I'm so excited de, de tener un espacio donde, uh, I mean, donde podamos unir más artistas. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, that's, yeah. That's, I'm excited. I've had, yeah, I've, I've known Jacob for years. Now, we, we did an ag tech podcast together. He was one of my hosts of an ag tech podcast we did a long time ago. And, yeah, I was, I loved it. And they were only in Watsonville at that time. So now they're in Salinas and Gilroy and like Modesto or something. Modesto like, and Stockton. Yeah. It's yes. so, so cool. Right. I love what they're doing. I, I did a presentation there actually speaking of the same thing. I did a, you know, talked about podcasting there. It was like, I don't know, maybe six kids there, but like it was a small audience, but they were like so engaged. So, and they have this energy, you know, like you were saying, and it, and it was, It was so cool. I loved it. I loved being there. I loved being around that energy. Yeah, and the, and they want the compromiso. You know, it's yeah. like it's that compromiso. Like, tell me, cómo le hago. Yeah. So that's that's really cool to see. I'm I'm yeah. so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. That's cool. Thank It's you. a great organization. I know you're gonna do great things there. Um, and again, and you've been here once. We've always I always tell this to people after they've been the first time. Like you're now welcome. You know, now you know what it's like. Yes. And we obviously have way more stories to tell. 
a lot. Yeah, we didn't even get our to our Chicano identity crisis. That's gonna be on the next. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that one. Yeah, because I want I definitely want to give it its time. You know, I want to I want to give it. I think that's a it's a good it's a good one. It's it's interesting. There's being Mexican in in this country is strange and then you know and sometimes we battle with identity and i think it's important that we kind of figure out our identity because again we need to be united um it, i think it's just i mean it's weird because i don't want to i don't want to get all far into it but i'm like i understand the whole assimilation you know like yeah we're, we're americans we're in this american country that is this is now a shared history that we have but i also i love the unique cultures that people bring to this country. It bothers me a lot that American culture, quote unquote, is just like, it's like overconsumption, you know, pop culture. It's like, like what is, what is, Amer- you know? Gastar dinero. Yeah, like that's our traditions, you know, that's our customs. Gastar dinero. And it's like, and, it, and a lot of these like European Americans have now kind of lost their history and now they're just I'm an American, you know. It's like no, but you're you're a German American at the end of the day, you know, because your 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 heritage is German. But like, what do German people eat? Like, what are their holidays? What ladies are they scared of that drown their kids? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like. And I think it's important that these continue, you know, mm-hmm. like because I I am all for that. Yeah, as globally, we're gonna have to figure it out somehow. Humans, at the end of the day, we're, we're just one race, one human race. Mm-hmm. But within that human race, there's a bunch of different cultures and societies, and I think that's awesome. Like, I feel we yeah. can work together but still maintain our own individuality and cultures and customs and share them, you know, and even create new ones. That doesn't mean that the ones that are there, that's, that's all there was. But, like, I don't know. I, I look at where sometimes where this country's headed, and I get it. Like, yeah, we want to be recognized. I would love for white America to just see me as an American, not as a, a, a guest in this country or, or an invader or whatever. I mean, I was born here. I'm fucking American. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, like I, I, I would, you know, very much love that, you know, to be seen by everybody as, as an equal, just as another American. But I also very much love the damn culture. I love, you know, I love yes. our food. I, I love, you know, the, the damn food is the, is a huge part of it but like just so many being mexican i'm not saying it's the best you know but that's what i know and i know those cultures and customs and i absolutely love them i love again fucking tamales on christmas and shit like mm-hmm. which i guess it's a more modern one but still like anyway i don't know and i i don't know how that this is the weirdest ending to an episode ever but i i think that Again, I want to find a way to be like, okay, we can be proud of our culture and heritage, but still be part enough of this society, you know, that where we yes. can operate within it. And that we have this opportunity to 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 know them and to learn so many languages, you know, it's like, yeah, why are we just, you know, it's like, don't you want to learn, I don't know, French, Chinese, Italian? Yeah. You know, they're your neighbors. Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing that I, to be honest, this is in Mexico, uh, everybody knows it, everybody. And, you know, it's just like, you know, hasta que horas trabaja la señora y tú sabes de quién es hijo y tú sabes, you just know so much. You're so involved. Te dan los buenos días, buenas tardes, con permiso, 
propio pase, coma, yeah. quiere, me da. You know, there's like this network, there's this constant movement in energy. Y aquí, you know, it's like, I don't know my neighbors. I don't. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like, how can we... And, and I feel like the, the podcast helps to share those stories and to really know more each other. So it's like, when do you start embracing that? I remember like one performance, I, it's been so cool. It's this company, they're called uh, Mosaic America. It's done in San Jose. It's a beautiful organization. And what they do is uh, they uh, agarran uh, grupos de baile de todos, de todos los que hay en, en, en San Jose. I mean, los más que puedan. Pero me acuerdo, en esa, era, esa era mi época de, bailan, de bailarina, de folclórico también. So I remember, I already, I was wearing a man uh, pants white de Veracruzano, ¿verdad? Yeah. Y, y entrábamos y bailábamos una mitad de canción de hindú con pasos veracruzanos. Y de repente <laughs> ellos entraban y nosotros bailábamos su música también. <laughs> y luego se iban y luego entraban uh, uh, de, otro, de otro estilo. That was overwhelming to me. I was crying. Porque recuerdo cuando llegamos al escenario, al, 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 al theater, y todos, uh, los grupitos. Ay, mira los vestidos de acá, los vestidos de acá. ¿A dónde me voy a ir? ¿A dónde no me voy a ir? But it was something magical that happened when we were all dancing, that we were admiring each other. And salimos diferentes, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, there's something. So I can... I, I'm going to share this video. I, I, te lo voy a mandar por social media, pero es, es el jarabe tapatío <laughs> mezclado con, con una canción de danza hindú. And that feeling that you get cuando ves los muchachos charros bailando yeah. y con sus movimientos de mano, that was overwhelming. Yeah. I, it was so powerful. I feel like, and I in that moment I go, this is why I love America. <laughs> Esos momentitos yeah. donde veo... Así todos, todos lo, lo, lo diferente y hermoso, pero a la misma vez tan igual. A, a ver el, el, los vestidos de ellas que son preciosos y ver el, el, los de, de Jalisco al mismo tiempo haciendo esas olas de energía. That was like so impactful. And I remember crying y decirle a, a mi esposa, this is why I love about America. <laughs> Estos momentitos. Yeah. Cuando estamos todos tan... So I'll send you that video. I want you to really yeah, check that, it out and, and so feel cool. that. Porque yeah. todavía se me enchina la, el, la piel de ver eso. So, Salinas es hermoso. You make it beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on and sharing, yeah, it, your stories. And you'll be back on. I will be for back. For sure, yeah. Yes. Anyway, Caro, thanks again. Thank this you. was so much fun. Been again since the first time I saw you on stage. I'm like, I want to get her on the interview with her, and it finally happened. But see, right. we're too busy manifesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're making moves. Yes. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. <laughs>